Hey everyone, and welcome back to That's It, the podcast from He Spoke Style, hosted by me, as always, Brian Sakawa. Now today, I would like to do something a little bit different than the way we have done it in the past. Usually, the podcast is me sitting here talking mostly off the cuff. Sometimes I have a little bit of an outline, but usually I'm talking off the cuff. Um, But today, I want to not do that. What I want to do is actually read something a post of ours that we published last week. And this post, maybe you've read it already. It's the Trends We Hope Die in 2017 post. It's something we do every year. It's something people seem to respond to a lot. But I think it's one thing to read it and another thing to actually hear it spoken. And and I think it's such a different experience. And I feel like it's important that you hear me actually say the words. That's what I want to do this week. And no one's going to stop me because you're not here. I'm here with my microphone, and that's all I need. (laughs) Anyway, so here is this post. Um, It's kind of long-ish. If you haven't read it, that's fine, because I'm going to speak it to you right now. And here we go. Let's just get on with it. I'm not much else to say. If there's one thing we've learned after studying our most popular posts from last year, it's that you look to us for advice on trends. And this applies equally to trends worth embracing, as well as those to avoid. So as we now find ourselves in the year 2017, it's time for us at HSS to present our annual Trends We Hope Die missive, a post slash open letter to our community that always seems to delight. But a funny thing happened as we sat down to take a look at the year that was in men's fashion. It was hard to really nail down any new trends that surfaced in 2016. Sure, it would be easy to pick on a select few, such as you know, those Ryan Gosling drive-style embroidered souvenir jackets or whatever ridiculousness is currently going on at Coach. But those are such minor blips on the radar that they hardly warrant even a passing mention. And then there are those like Athleisure, the Urban Beardsman, or a whole host of Instagram offenses that, because of their continued prevalence, have more or less transcended the trend classification, thereby not truly meeting the criteria for inclusion on a list such as this. Any way you slice it, it certainly appears as though there weren't as many new trends last year as there have been in the past. But here's the big question. Is this new trend slowdown evidence that more guys are, quote, getting with the program? Or does it suggest that the menswear moment is waning? Let's take a look at both possibilities. Do we, we meaning us at He Spoke Style, do we want to believe that websites like this one and a handful of others, quote, fighting the good fight to help guys live a more timelessly stylish life, have made an impact? Yeah, you bet. While we most certainly enjoy the process of doing what we do, to be honest, it's really nice to know that all the work is having a real effect on people. And thanks to all of you who take the time to comment and write to us, we know that that's the case. However, we're not naive, nor are we going to try and oversell our influence. While we know we've made measurable strides in creating content we believe moves people towards what we consider what looks right, we're not nearly as big as what we'll call establishment publications. We're niche. And you know, that's totally fine with us. The point is that while we hope that men on a personal style journey, heavy on the classics, will find us, the reality is that they're going to head to the towering skyscrapers before discovering the small but killer craft cocktail bar. (laughs) If we continue to play our cards right, I'm confident we'll get there, but 
that's still a ways away. A more plausible explanation for an observed slowdown in new trend manufacturing is the idea that perhaps menswear, or at least menswear in the broader public consciousness, actually was a trend itself. And maybe now we're getting pretty close to its sell-by date. You've likely heard of this quote-unquote menswear moment. Once New York Fashion Week started hosting a men's-only edition, there were any number of articles focused on that phenomenon. And it makes cultural sense that such a thing would occur. Consider the widespread popularity of shows like Mad Men and Boardwalk Empire with their focus on classic and dapper styles of dressing, and it's no surprise that more men would start to show an interest. But those shows are no longer on the air. Out of sight? Out of mind? A third hypothesis has to do with the so-called democratization of fashion. Now, some designers are showing men's and women's collections simultaneously and not necessarily in conjunction with the traditional fashion cycle. Social media has broken down so many style-related barriers, allowing close-knit communities to spring up and be confident in who they are and how they dress, free of any desire to adorn themselves how they're being told to by the establishment. And finally, there is the ubiquity of everything. You can literally get anything you want whenever you want it. You can have any trend from any era with a click of your mouse. And with so many trends available at the same time, it's possible that a new trend could be the birth of the A trend. What would that world look and feel like? So what's going to happen? Is menswear going to go away? Are we not going to care as much about it this year? Will people move on to something else? Have they already moved on to something else? No. Menswear and the pursuit of classic men's style is not going anywhere. What will be interesting, however, is to see how the industry that has sprung up around its popularity over the past five years or so will adapt to these changes. I mean, how many new online made-to-measure services have popped up just in the last year or two? A lot. And I know this because I get all the press releases. There will be winners and there will be losers. No doubt. What I will say is that the ones that survive, both in the editorial and retail worlds, will be the ones that have built their reputations, content, and products on the idea of timelessness, quality, and craftsmanship. If you're building a business, again, either in editorial or retail, based on a passing fancy, you're going to be gone and forgotten, just like a trend. It's an interesting time, and it's going to be an interesting year. We, for one, can't wait to see what the landscape looks like when the dust settles. We'll still be here. Thanks for listening. Our podcast is edited by Mac McLaughlin and recorded right here at my desk at He Spoke Style Studios.